are doing these videos so that we can answer a couple questions that we continue to get quite often. And that way we can sort of give a little bit more information than you may even need, but it can get people's minds thinking and they can ultimately make a better decision. Cool. Okay. So are you ready, Matt Hawkinen? I'm, I'm ready. Okay, he's ready. Um, this is one of the questions that we continue to get most recently is, um, should I or shouldn't I use a producer? <laughs> yep. Okay, this comes across like you're not alone. We get it all the time. Right. So I'm going to assume I, I kind of know the answer here. It's not a yes or no. My answer is... Yes and no, mm -hmm. and it entirely depends on what your goal is, right? If you're a backyard musician and you're interested in learning the process and you're just tinkering and maybe it's your first time, your first experience with recorded music, maybe not. Maybe learn something like a kid would learn how to finger paint, right? Like if you're interested in playing bass, pick up a bass and get familiar with it. If you're interested in the recording process, do the same thing. If you're a musician who's been a musician for a while and you want to start getting more serious about your recordings, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. The benefit of a producer is not just someone who records your stuff. It is a second set of ears that isn't you. That is somebody who does this for a living. Hopefully you've chosen a producer that knows what they're doing or knows what they're doing in your style and is going to elevate the ideas that you already have, right? The point of a producer is to take what you've given them and say, hey, that guitar part is cool. What if we do this instead? Like, I hear where your song is trying to go. I'm going to help you get out of your head, right? The hardest thing for any creative is making those decisions about themselves. And I think that's a lesson that it certainly took me too long to learn, right? I didn't know that when I was younger. I fought against that. And I think a lot of people do. And again, the benefit of a good producer should be elevating the final product and getting out, getting outside of the internal dialogue of the musician mm -hmm. and saying, hey, I know you feel this way about this vocal. Here's how this vocal actually sounds. Here's how we can make it better. It would be better if a guy sang it. It would be better if a girl sang it. Those kind of questions. Okay. So the other thing that we get a lot is, now who do I use? <laughs> so I think it's really easy to go, I'm going to use a good friend, or I'm going to use somebody who I happen to know and I really like their style. Right. But there's a little more to it than that, right? A hundred percent. Know the genre. Producers who can do everything... Like, and I'm saying that as somebody who a lot of times for work has to do everything. I would be weary of that. Wary of that. Wary. That's right. English. Because you want to find somebody who enjoys the thing that you're looking for. You don't want to find someone who deeply loves folk music to do your hip-hop record. Right? Even if they have the skills, they're not coming from a passionate place. Mm -hmm. They're coming from a logistical place. Mm -hmm. That's a hard lesson. And it's hard to feel like you can't ask these people. Like, ah, Scott Miner, I'd love for him to produce my song, but he's never going to, mm -hmm. right? I'm just a nobody. First of all, money talks, always. Any, any producer of any record that you enjoy has a day rate mm -hmm. that you can call and find. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, you can work with anyone you want to. Mm -hmm. They may be booked. They may be booked for two years. You mm -hmm. can still get a hold of them. Mm -hmm. If you want to work with Rick Rubin, there's a way to get a hold of Rick Rubin. Yeah. It just takes the money to get to him. Mm -hmm. 
listen to the records that you like that inspire you and find out who those producers are try to find them contact them all of them are looking for work there's not a person in music right now that's not looking for work so go after the sound you want Okay. Is my advice. I think that's great advice. So the other question that comes to mind is when? When am I ready? So I've I've written all my music. Maybe I haven't written all my music. Yeah. At what point do you recommend a producer coming to the table and collaborating with you? And do you even consider it a collaboration? If I'm the producer in the scenario, the sooner the better. Okay. If if I can sit down with you and you've got an iPhone recording of you like sitting while I'm in a writing guitar, music. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Hopefully, if you have something, at least an idea on paper, right? I have an iPhone recording of me sitting at my couch with my kids screaming in the background. The chorus is this. The verse is this. I want it to sound like this. Mm-hmm. That's when a producer wants to have the conversation. Before you book time with them, have coffee with them. Get a beer with them. Talk to them about what they do. Ask them to send you songs that they've produced. So you can have that dialogue with them and they can feel comfortable with what you're doing and if they want to work on it. Mm -hmm. A lot of producers don't work on everything, right? Like if you send me something, even if your money's good and it's not my style and I'm very busy, I might be like, hey, go to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Go to to this person. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to understand what you want out of your song before I can accurately produce something. Okay. There's a million ways to skin a cat. There's a million ways to make a bass drum sound. There's a million ways to make vocals sound. Mm-hmm. I need to know what your goal is. Okay. So how long do you think you should take that? How long should that like interview slash just discussion conversation go on before you go, okay, this is a good fit for me? Nancy Ann Wilson, who I'm working with right now, uh, we're producing four songs for her. We had an ongoing dialogue of about a month okay. before we sat down and started. And that was her sending me Spotify songs, me sending her my recommendations for where we could go. Okay. Finding that middle ground where we're both like, that's the direction. That's nice and, and kind of padded. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have that much time, but mm-hmm. you just need to have a good conversation and good communication with that person because okay. they need to be able to be trusted with your art. Right. And you need to trust them. Mm-hmm. Like You don't want a situation where you're not seeing eye to eye with the person producing your yeah. music because you're not going to be happy. And neither are they. Yeah. If they're railroading your ideas and not listening to you, mm-hmm. or they're pushing you into something that's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. That's not a that's not a productive environment. Although progress can kind of feel uncomfortable sometimes. Sure. So you've got to be willing, I would assume, to be open to a little bit of that. I think that's beneficial when when it comes from a trusted person. Yeah, totally. But I think when it comes from someone who hasn't earned your trust, it can feel like you're being railroaded, yeah. or like they're not listening, or like they don't understand your music, or. Um, Musicians can be really emotional, mm-hmm. right? And it's a very yes, it's a very singularly um, vulnerable thing to put your song forward because mm-hmm. someone's critiquing it, and that means they're critiquing you. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially with Nancy and with people that I'm working with for the first time, it's important to establish that we can trust each other. Yeah, and that when they come up here, they don't have to feel nervous about hey, that vocal sucked. Mm-hmm. You can do better. Mm-hmm. Sing better. That guitar part is awful. We're going to change it to this. Mm-hmm. 
you don't want that person crumbling. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to be that person feeling that way. Yeah. Because then you're going to second guess everything you're doing. You're not going to get a good recording. And you're on the clock. Yeah. You're paying for the time. I, yeah. I want that that communication, just like a marriage, just like a friendship. Mm-hmm. There needs to be trust there. Yeah. Is it ideal for the person producing you to also be recording you? I get this question all the time. And let me be very clear that a producer is not an audio engineer, does not have to be an audio engineer. A lot of sessions will be somebody manning the recording, someone who is miking your guitar, someone who's recording you, making sure the levels are good, mm-hmm. and a producer. Okay. And a producer's job is to focus on the end product. So being in the session, not thinking about does the guitar sound okay, but thinking about What's the use of this guitar? Where should this guitar come in? What other instruments need to happen on top of this? Mm-hmm. And the audio engineer focusing on the technical quality of everything. I do both. A lot of people do both. A lot of producers are audio engineers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a common misconception, is that a producer is the person recording, mm-hmm. or that the person recording is also a producer. Mm-hmm. There's a million class A audio engineers that don't know shit about producing, Mm -hmm. that don't ever want to do it, that don't want to think about it, they just want to do a good job with what you're giving them. Yeah. So, and we're not doing this to promote ourselves, by the way, we really are honestly doing this to help answer (laughs) questions that we get a lot of. Yeah, there's no links. Um, So my question is, uh, we work with a lot of musicians who don't have big budgets. Right. So if I'm one of those musicians who doesn't have a big budget, is it going to make more sense financially, though, to work with somebody who does both? You can spend a lot of money making a record. You can spend no money making a record. We live in an age where it seems easier than ever to get a record done, because it is. Mm-hmm. Technology is cheap. R- microphones are cheap. It's never been a cheaper time to make a record. You can also never stop spending money on a right. piece of art. Yeah, That's a really tough really tough place to be and it's a really tough place to give advice because it depends on the kind of person you are how fast you work how fast you record yeah how how well do you take information is it going to wreck your whole project if somebody says hey i don't like the way the song is it's too fast is it going to train is it going to derail your train and you're going to stop and you're going to you're going to spin your wheels for six months thinking about a new song mm-hmm. If you're a person who has four songs or ten songs solidly where you want them and you know they could be better or you don't know where to go now or you're sitting in a place going, this record needs to be done, I've set aside some money, I don't know how to make it better, that's when you call a producer. That's when you look towards, okay, this person records and produces. They're an option. Mm -hmm. Their day rate is $65 an hour or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Let me talk to them and see if they jive with me. Mm-hmm. If they do, mm-hmm. that's a fantastic option. Yeah. If you feel like you want the audio skills and the production of a bigger budget and you really want to put some money behind it, that's never a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It's never Find a bad idea. Find the right idea. fit. Find the right fit. Okay. Exactly. It's not ever a bad idea to spend a little more money on more quality, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Like, that's why producers exist. Yeah. Right? The more people you bring in on a project who know what they're doing mm-hmm. on the project, the better that project could be. Okay. I think that's it. That's it for this topic. There will be more. And as those questions arise, which we've been you've been doing this for yeah. 
over a decade. Yeah. And I've been with you now for like two years, roughly. Right. And we, I do, we're starting to see very consistent questions. So things like this, we're going to, we're going to start introducing some video conversations so that we can explore these topics in more depth. Because obviously when you call Matt or myself, mainly Matt, he's going to talk to you as a potential client or an existing client of ours. He's going to answer your questions, but sometimes you just need to watch us have like or anybody has, there's probably more conversations like this out there, which we recommend listening to, mm-hmm. have a conversation about it to really help you spin your wheels a little bit yeah. more. And then you can ask better questions, you can think about it in a different light, and so that's what this is for. So we hope you enjoy them, and there will be more. Yeah. yeah. We don't, we're not doing a schedule, guys, which is gonna be as the questions arise, as we hear from you, we're gonna be responding. And Love thank it. you for coming along with us. Beep.